and welcome to a new episode of the Giant Take Podcast. My name is Josh, and I am joined by my friend and my co-host, Alex. We are back with another episode. Took about a week and a half off, but don't worry. We'll uh, be here to cover your off-season topics. Uh, but the draft is over, and we're now into the off-season. And to be honest with you, you know, listeners, this isn't like a blunt statement. You know it, and I know it, and we know it. Uh, as Giants podcasters and doing this for like three or four years at this point, or this would be our, will this be our like fourth season, I think, covering the Giants? Yeah, I think so. Um, knowing this. Fourth off season, at least, yeah. Yeah. Uh, knowing this, this point between May and July is the dead point of the NFL off season. Not really a lot goes on. There'll still be contract talks, especially with Saquon Barkley. And after Dexter Lawrence has gone paid, how the cap is going to look and move around. Uh, so there will be some like tidbits here and there, but it really is the time to get creative and fun. And hopefully we can have actually some guests on and have some off season conversations. So that's what we're planning for the next couple months. But for right now, the giant schedule did come out. So this is a, an episode where we have something uh, that is prominent and we need to talk about it. So first of all, Alex, um, well, this is going to be a fun question for you to answer. How are you doing? Um, I've certainly been better. I'm, coming down or ha- not even coming down with have uh, uh it not a fun cold i'd say so my voice sounds a little bit raspy because of that and uh if i cough and sniffle that's why but the grind never stops i'm here to talk about this giant schedule much anticipated uh yesterday when we we're recording this friday morning here uh there was a lot of you know leaks you know certain games were getting leaked early uh, Sunday Night Football Week 1 was the first one, I think, to drop with the Cowboys. But, uh, yeah, a lot of leaks coming out. And the Giants, uh, five games in primetime, I guess, is the headline. Six, if you count Christmas as primetime, which I think it is, um, considering there's no other games at that specific time. So, um, you know, I think this is a a really difficult schedule, that's for sure. A really tough opening stretch, uh, especially in terms of the first, you know, 10 or so teams we play. You look at all of them and you could say the Giants could definitely lose all of those games uh, if it really came down to that, uh, depending on how everything sh- uh, shook up. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. What I will say is that last year you look at the schedule and you thought that Packers game in London, that was unwinnable. I think that's literally what we said was it was unwinnable game against the Colts uh, week 17. I think it was, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe week 18, but uh, that was, you know, that's what we were saying was unwinnable, uh, a game that, uh, you know, the Giants were just not going to be able to win. They just got Matt Ryan, who we thought was going to be all worldly in that uh, Colts offense. So you have to take everything with a grain of salt. Uh, no one thought the Rams would be terrible. No one thought the Raiders would be terrible. No one thought the Broncos would be terrible. And then no one thought the Seahawks would be good. And no one thought the Giants would be pretty good as well. So that's something to consider. Uh, always take these schedule, you know, previews i guess before even cleats are on in training camp uh with a grain of salt but uh yeah i mean it's always fun to gossip like you said at this time of the year josh where there's not really much else going on so uh we have no choice but to gossip and that's what we're here to do and talk about this schedule and i just you know look at it from what we can see at this current point in time yeah and i'm just gonna make a couple more statements and then we'll like run through the schedule in full just to remind everyone of how the games look in order uh Three out of the first four games of this giant season are prime time. So take that into account to start out. I mean, we talk about how the Giants have a few prime time games this season and they have one winning season. They're back to prime time. And they basically all come besides one against the Packers, a Monday Night Football game. 
they all come within the first few weeks of the regular season. So again, Thursday night football week or Sunday night football week one against the Cowboys, Thursday night football week three against the 49ers, Monday night football the following week against the Seahawks. Three out of the first four games for the New York Giants are prime time. And we'll get into the schedule and, you know, logistics and traveling and stuff like that. But and then four out of the first six weeks, if you even want to take a further look, because the Giants do Sunday night football again against the Bills um, in week six, that is. So what I ju- I already lost my track of thinking here. But what did I say three out of the first four weeks and four out of the six uh, weeks of the NFL season, Giants are prime time. It's a lot. Yeah, a lot of primetime teams, by the way. Jets obviously getting a ton of prime time as well because of the Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah. And uh, now the NFL uh, teams, or the NFL, I guess, uh, has the ability after, I think, what, what was the ruling after last offseason or two offseasons ago, where it used to be that there was a rule every single team had to get a primetime game, at least one. But now they made it that not every team has to get one. Although they still try, you know, and do as many teams uh, in primetime as they can. Okay, anyway, let's. I'm going to run through the schedule, Alex, um, real quick. So, obviously, the preseason doesn't matter, but it's the uh, the Lions, the Panthers, and the Jets, as we always do. It's always Jets-Giants normally at, at some point, but it's normally the week before the, the regular season starts, or the, the bye, I guess, in the regular season. So, week one is home against the Dallas Cowboys Sunday Night Football. Monday Night Football against the Cowboys was, I think, the second week of the regular season last year the primetime game. I actually went to that game in September. I don't know if it was week two or week three. I want to say it was week two, though, uh, but not 100% sure. This season, though, it's week one, so NFL balls start right out. Then the Giants travel to Arizona, so they go from home, basically, not really fully across the country, but to, to Texas uh, to face the Cardinals at uh, 4 o'clock. Sorry, Phoenix is in Texas now? Oh, sorry, Arizona. Same thing. They're, like, right next to each other. It's practically the same state. Um. Anyway... <laughs> Am I wrong? Any anyone who's from like the West Coast or the Midwest right now is like these annoying ass Northeasterners who just think we're all one big state. I mean, Alex, yeah. to be honest, is Texas and Arizona basically the same thing? I mean, what's in between New Mexico, right? So yeah, I mean, New Mexico and Arizona, I consider more the same. And then Texas is kind of its own big thing because Texas and everyone in Texas like thinks it's Texas and it's like their own country. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't whatever. Continue. So. Yeah, sorry. My my our our brains are all moving slow. Okay, end of senior year type of things here. But anyway, uh week three we move to another primetime game. Like I was, you know, been saying it's Thursday night football, uh, away against San Francisco. So the Giants go from Phoenix, Arizona, not Phoenix, Texas, unfortunately, even though I wish I was right there. Um they go from Arizona to only having four days to travel and head over to San Francisco, which you're already on the West Coast of America. So it's not like super crazy, uh, but it's just, you know, a few amount of days and you're on the road for two weeks. So just keep that in mind. Then they come home, they get a little bit of a, little bit of a break, uh, and they play home against the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. So it's a longer time to get back from California, uh, and they have another primetime game at home against the Seahawks. Then week five is away. They travel to Miami. So they go from that Monday. They get they miss a day. They have to travel to Florida. Uh, they then go from Florida back up but past uh, where we are in New Jersey to Buffalo, uh, New York, to, place, uh, to face the Bills, which is a Sunday night football game in week six. Week seven, they come back to play Washington in a normal game on Sunday. Um, then, the, then they're back for uh, these two games. 
the next one against the Jets in week eight. Then a three-game road stand. Uh, the first one was going to be back, and we're heading all the way to the West Coast once again uh, after the Jets game for a week nine matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders. Week 10, we travel to Texas to play the Dallas Cowboys. That time I got Texas right. That's a good thing. Uh, then we travel to Washington to play the Commanders in week 11. Back home the following week for a after Thanksgiving matchup. Day after Thanksgiving on November 26th, the Giants are going to play the Patriots at home. Then the Giants buy is placed at week 13. All right, I'm going to take a break here for a second. Alex, what do you think of this week 13 buy? Is it too late? Because it's not obviously too early. It's week 13. But is it too late? I think it's a a decent buy. And I also think you kind of almost have a mini buy between week three and four because you got Thursday night football week three and then week four you've got Monday night football. So that's a almost a week and a half uh, break in between games rather than like the normal week. So you're gaining a couple days there kind of reflecting on the first three games of the season, which I think is always helpful. Kind of get a new mentality going into Monday night football. Uh, and then week 13 bye. I think, you know, before that bye, you're coming off a stretch of a couple winnable games. You know, the four games right before that, um, you know, I think Raiders is certainly winnable, although I do think they're going to be tougher this year. Cowboys is certainly winnable. Commanders winnable. Patriots winnable. And then you kind of look forward. You go come out of the bye. You got Green Bay. You got uh, New Orleans. And I think you kind of look at that second part of the season and you say, you know, can we win three out of the five of those games, maybe four out of the five of those games coming out of the bye? Got room to prepare for those two matchups against the Eagles. I think it's decent. Would I have preferred maybe a week earlier, like a week 12 bye? Yes, but uh, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. And I think to, you know, have a bye before those final five games, which is probably going to be critical in a very tight NFC uh, playoff race if we are in, in in the playoff race at that point. Uh, I think could be important is, is good. So I'm happy with the first kind of mini buy that I talked about. But in terms of when the buy actual buy week is, I don't really care too much. I think that's fine. And then we wrap up the rest of the season. So you talk about the buy, not really in between the Thursday night football and Monday night football game. Well, take a look over here because we have out of the buy a Monday night football game. So we, I guess you could say we get an extra day for that as well even included in the bye that we're playing on a Monday night instead of a Sunday. So that week coming out of the bye is a week 14 matchup at home on Monday Night Football uh, against the Green Bay Packers. The Giants then travel away to New Orleans to face them in week 15. Week 16, we stay away. It's a Christmas Day midday matchup, or I guess later in the day, a 4.30 game against the Philadelphia Eagles. Alex, um, your text was very funny to me. Because uh, you texted like an oh no, and I was like what like what about it? Because uh, you sent me the schedule, and you're like, now oh, my yeah. Christmas day will be ruined. <laughs> Terrible. So you're already looking ahead to a, a loss against the Eagles there, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. And our poor of- team has to travel to Philadelphia on uh, Christmas. <laughs> it's terrible. Can't believe it. Can't even spend it with their families. Um, and then the Giants travel for the last two weeks, or they go back home for a game against the Rams in week 17 on uh, New Year. What would that be? New Year's Eve, right? On the 31st of December. And then the following week, the day and time is to be determined probably based on they won't, they won't figure that out until the NFC East race is figured out later in the season. But that game is going to be their final game at home against the Eagles. So that might be a very fun final game, depending on how the records go. Uh, the Giants and the Eagles 
obviously once again going to be contending for playoff spots we hope and that game might you know determine one team's fate whether they make the playoffs or not or their seeding if they become first in the division get that first round bye we'll have to wait and see uh, but for right now like you said Alex so we can now dissect this a little bit more I mean I think we've dissected a lot already uh, but now at least I went through all of the games this is a very tough schedule for this team I mean we knew that because we knew the opponents we were just wondering of when they they were going to play them I'm very much looking forward to the Jets-Giants game. I know they play each other like once every five years. So when it happens, it's fun. Although they're not like a big rivalry of who's better at New York. I just like the the MetLife Stadium beef of, you know, who's who's who really owns that stadium there. Uh, so I think that'll be fun to, to watch. And then obviously the primetime games. It's great to have the Giants on primetime. I mean, that's, that's obvious. Not like they always win on primetime and then we're embarrassed in front of the NFL Almost uh, actually never been on prime time. <laughs> we're we're able to watch them and get them, you know, made fun of by the national audience, but it's still nice to have. So anyway, I guess do you have any other comments? I mean, I, I know yeah. we kind of talked about a lot. I mean, I always have comments, Josh, you know this. But what I would say is this year you look at the schedule and there aren't any kind of gimme games. Like last year when I think about uh like the Texans, we played the Texans and you knew before that season, like, oh, they're terrible. Uh, you know, they're not going to be very good. They've got like no quarterback. They got nobody good, no depth, no anything. So you're probably going to win that game. Uh, I, I got to look back on last year's schedule again, but there was a couple games like that. Whereas this year, the only one I can kind of think of is the Cardinals. They're not going to have Kyler Murray in week two because he's going to be out for the first half of the season. So I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Did they sound like Jacoby Brissett or something? I don't know. I got to check that actually um, in a little bit, but. You know, that's one of those games. I think the Commanders, you know, they're probably the next weakest opponent on the schedule. Overall, a lot of these teams, especially the ones that underperformed last year, there's a lot of teams that were playing this year that underperformed last year. But and because of that, they're kind of known as our easy games this year. Um, but they're actually not easy games like the Raiders and the Rams both really underperformed last season, even the Dolphins to an extent. Um, and you could kind of look at them and say, you know, they're supposed to be the easier games on paper. Usually teams don't improve that rapidly, but the Rams will have Matt Stafford back. Um, the Saints have Derek Carr now at quarterback. The Dolphins are going to have another year of continuity. The Jets got Aaron Rodgers. Like all these teams have gotten a lot, lot better uh, than they were at the beginning of the offseason, uh, I would say, in, in terms of their strength and their roster. And I think the main key for this season is going to be splitting in the division. I think you need to go at least three and three in the division, whether that means sweeping Washington and getting, you know, splitting with Dallas or splitting with all three or beating Dallas twice. You, you know how three and three works in the division, but I don't need to explain every possible scenario. Um, but I think that's going to be the most critical thing, because if you can go three and three into the division, say you take the Cardinals game, uh, you take one of the 49ers, Dolphins and Bills games, um, and then you could take hopefully the Saints, Packers, and Rams. Then you could get yourself to nine wins range, uh, and that's where you get into, I guess, playoff range as well. So that's going to be the most important thing is these divisional games. Uh, and I think the most important one is setting the tone early week one uh, against the Cowboys, who I think are a weaker team this year than they were last year, but I think very similar. Uh, and they, you know, have some serious weapons on both the offense and defensive side of the ball. All right, Alex. I Normally, in prior years, we um, we would have done like go through the schedule 
give our realistic predictions and then give our winnable predictions. Look at every game and see if it's winnable and give that record to the Giants. This year, I think we've matured a little bit. And in the beginning of May, I think we both agree that's not really fair to kind of just put records and say numbers and, and talk about wins and losses at this point. As much as, you know, I would love to do that and we could do that, the Giants have a different roster than they did a year ago with some draft uh, players and picks that are going to hopefully really help the team, some undrafted signings, and even some free agents that we brought in. I mean, the main one we know being Bobby Okereke, trading for Darren Waller. I mean, these adjustments are too hard to, to judge at this point. I think keeping to our normal after training camp right before the season record prediction is what we're going to do. Um, and we're not going to do record predictions now as much as I would love to do it. Um, I, I think we'll we'll save that for another time. And with that being said, that's all we really had to talk about was go over the schedule. So that's what we did. And uh, we appreciate you tuning in and let us know, obviously, what you think of the schedule, too, on social medias uh, at the Giant Take Pod on Twitter and TikTok, Instagram and Facebook at the Giant Take Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and um, rate us five stars. And like I said, Hopefully over the next month or two, uh, we can get some guests on here, kind of bring up some fun topics of what we can cover if there isn't any news. But I'm, I'm hoping the Saquon Barkley news comes out soon, and I hope he you know, ends up re-signing with the Giants. I think they'll figure some stuff out. I saw today, Alex, that they're $5 million under the cap at this point. Um, yeah. Dexter Lawrence signing and how much he's getting paid this year. So we'll have to see what they Not including some money. of the draft picks, obviously, the first three. Yes, picks. they have signed all the draft picks, I think. No, I don't think they signed the early round guys. I think they only signed the day three guys, I believe, but I, I can check. Interesting. All right, well, we'll figure it out, and um, we might see you next week. Uh, depends on what we plan on doing. But anyway, Alex, you can finish it up. All right, thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of the Giant Take Podcast. Uh, I guess a interesting schedule, uh, a difficult schedule with three out of the first uh, ten games at home and seven on the road, uh, fifth hardest schedule according to the numbers, at least based on last season. Uh, so certainly a tough season for the Giants, uh, and we'll see how it all ends up. But like I would like we said earlier, uh, games aren't won on schedule release day; they're won on Sundays. And in a lot of cases here for the Giants this season, with five primetime games, Thursdays, Sunday nights, and uh, Monday nights as well. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, 
fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.